Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. We're talking about basketball again. We got Steven Sosa on what to go heck? over. What? You didn't like my, you didn't like the way that I was talking? Somebody has been watching Ozark over here. That would be me. And you know what? I just want to sound like Ruth. Uh, for anyone who's watched the season or caught up on it, I think Ruth's everyone's hero, right? <laughs> Holy crap. That last, in you. It's that, just a hillbilly in you. You know, it's funny. Like, did anyone have that? Did anyone talk like that from where we're from? Like, I know we're historically like from a, an air quotes, white trash area. Like, whoa, nobody talked like that. Whoa. I, nobody said anything about white trash, but. um, I always assume so. Like, if you just have a Walmart and that's like your thing to go do, or let's go hang out in the Safeway parking lot. That's your thing to do. town full of a bunch of white people. That's all it is. And to be fair, like I should scale that back a little bit. Like it's definitely not like trash. I would just say like we were all middle, lower yeah. class, lower middle right, class. Right. And then there right. were some rich people too. I I know that I definitely right. know there, there were some, were rich some people. There were some people that had money. Um, and you know, so it's kind of a mix, but which I think this is what this is what everyone wanted to hear us talk about was the demographic makeup of Placerville circa 2000, 2007. Uh, but no, that's not what we're going to talk about, everybody. We're going to be talking about the greatest teams of all time. So the top five teams that have ever no, graced the I basketball court. Say, Wait. I just want to say there's nothing wrong with Placerville, but... Oh, I'm sure there's some things wrong with Placerville, right? <laughs> I mean, like you could say, you know, there's something perfect. wrong with every city. Yeah, it, it's not perfect, but it's a nice little town at the same time, you know. Nice little town. You might run into some Confederate flags on the back of trucks. You might. You Don't might, worry about you, it. You might. You might. It's more. Might, it's more bark than bite. Uh, run into some proud boy types around here, but <laughs> oh my gosh, that you, yeah. I mean, especially if it's some sort of major thing going on, and they're congregating down on Placerville Main Street, which seems yeah. to have been the, the case over the last of, three years. Put it this way, a lot of Trump supporters are in these parts. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> represent? Why would you say represent after a bunch of Trump supporters? Uh, it's not, but like, here's the thing. It's not that I have a problem with Donald Trump. There's like a lot of, there's no, a lot no, of. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't I, mean the, to bring no, up. Wait, 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 wait. There's a lot of things that are wrong with Donald Trump. There are some things that I agreed with him on politically, but it's when somebody likes all of the very wrong things about Donald Trump is when it bothers me. Like you like, no, I don't like that. When somebody is like, yeah, he just says the F word and doesn't care, you know, and I'm not saying I never curse or whatever, because everybody that listens to this show knows that I curse, but you know, he's the president. That's what I don't like about it, you know? Yeah. Like, the president should not be able to drop F-bombs and stuff and still get elected and talk about grabbing women's private parts. And, you know, it's just, there's something very offensive about it to me, you know? Yeah. I would also say, let's talk basketball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you wanted to go in that direction. so well, I feel like I had a lot of, because uh, I have to defend my hometown, but also point out its flaws. Like, I loved where I grew up, like, beautiful, gorgeous area. But I'm also very peaceful for the most part. Yeah, peaceful for the most part, especially if you're white. Um, 
Honestly, <laughs> like that was one thing though too. Like I feel like there's a pr- I, once again I, I, I'm getting two in the weeds. Sorry. Um, where are I mean, we? Where are, are we going? Other than people besides white people that that are in this town. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? I don't even remember. Okay, we're talking about. Oh my god! The greatest teams of all time. Sorry. Greatest teams of all time. So I think the best way to go about this is just eliminating uh, essentially all of the best teams played in the last decade. Like, let's be real. (laughs) uh, I think there are quite a few teams that could like, maybe like compete with them. But like, uh, so for example, I have a feeling for nostalgia's sake, I would say the um, what's that? The Bulls, the 96 Bulls. Yeah. Best like record of all time behind yeah. only the Golden State Warriors, but they went on to win the championship. Like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like, they were great. I like, there's teams, there's, I think the there's a handful of teams that I could point to that would be able to beat them. Yeah. And those teams are like the 2017 Warriors, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, this, those are the kind of teams we're talking about that can beat them. Or like Kobe's 08, 09 Lakers, you know? Yes. Um, but yeah, so. Wait, did you say the Kobe's 08 Lakers? 08, 09. How do you love Kobe like so much more than I do? Like I love Kobe, but like there are times where it's like, all right, that's generous. Very generous. That team was good. Not, I don't like a great team. Great team won the championship, right? They won back to back championships. That team. Fair. So let's just let's just get into it. I think I just want to start with, and maybe this is going to derail us, but I want to start with the greatest team of all time. Okay. Okay. So, the greatest team of all time. Let me just make sure I have the years right on this because it's a very specific year. It's year two of the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant. Okay. Let me look up when that was. Kevin Durant, uh, 16, second. 17, I believe. Is that what it is? Okay, second championship. Sue, so that, mm, 2017, 2018. That was the first year? Yeah. Oh, that's the second year. So first year was 16, 17. You're correct. So the yeah. greatest team of all time is that team. What are your thoughts? Um, it's arguable. It's certainly arguable. Um, I think they're better than a lot of teams. I, I have even thought they might be better than the dream team, but because of the team basketball they could play. Is that like what you mean? Yeah, because of, I mean, they have two of the best shooters of all time, two of the top five, and it's not even arguable. Um, and then you got a seven foot guy that can shoot 40 footers, you know, and then break you down off the dribble, you know, good luck. And then Draymond can defend five positions and, and can facilitate the offense, you know? Um, so yeah, it's arguable for sure. I just the number of weapons that that team had when like Steph Curry was their second best player. Like that's insane. A team that has like, so if you're going to, maybe this is a way that you 
kind of rank who these like great like teams are. Had, it's like that'd, that'd be like if you had Michael Jordan and then you had Larry Bird. You know. Yeah. Who's your third best player? Clay Thompson. Oh wow, that's that's like because yeah. So some other teams that I'm thinking of. Maybe I, I started this off the wrong way by doing the reveal by starting at the top of the mountain and then working our way down. But the 73 and 10. No, they had some great streaks. It was awesome. They played really, really well. And nine. Even oh yeah, thank you. Seventy three and nine. Uh, there was an extra se- uh, game that year, don't you remember? I thought you were a historian of the game. Just kidding. But they. <laughs> I don't even think if they bad. won the championship, I don't know if I would have considered them the greatest of all time. I I I don't know. You know. Um. But you have to consider them one of the greatest of all time. It's kind of like oh, absolutely one it's of. It's kind of yeah. like I'd compare it to like that Patriots team, you know that they uh, they they won all those games and then they lost the Super Bowl. Man, this uh, this team is so good. Yeah, you're talking about the seven three and nine Warriors. No, nah, I'm talking about the 2017 2018 war. Right, that's the right year. I want to make sure. This is the right year. For some reason, like these stats aren't as great as I. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong that it, maybe oh, it was the first year. I was year. thinking you were talking about the '73 and '9 Warriors. Oh no! Like definitely up there with like one of. I hate this. Cause I hate anytime you have to have one of the like sure top twenty team. Top like, twenty thirty teams you just of all time. Go look. They're, they're one of the best teams ever. You know. Because it doesn't say anything to me. Like saying one of the best is like, you know what I mean? Like, man, Stephen, you're one of the best people ever. Well, there's no, one trillion people that have ever lived. What do you mean? <laughs> we've we've been over this before, but you can't you can't like go. I always say this though: we don't have a hot tub time machine, man. Like so, there's who we think are the best teams ever. But you know they can't play each other, so. Man, maybe it's man. This is tough. Maybe it's the sixteen seventeen Warriors. Maybe I was wrong about it. Yeah, Dude, 16, they're, 17. they're uh, it's the sixty. I apologize, everyone, for just wasting the last twenty minutes of your time. It's the sixteen seventeen. First offensive rating, second defensive rating, and then they went sixteen and one in the playoffs. Okay. That's the team I wanted to choose. Like, and I'm sorry for being confused about what team you were talking about. No, you're good. Um, the 2016-2017 Warriors is the greatest team of all time. Man, yeah, these are some fascinating numbers. No, you numbers. can make a strong argument. You can make a strong argument for that. So who's one of you? Who, who's like your best team? Like you have to say, gun to your head. Gun to, lie head, to, gun to your head, lie detector and- attached to you. Best team in the NBA of all time. Of all time, I have to say the 1971-72 Lakers. Huh. So you got Wilt Chamberlain. You got Wilt Chamberlain. You got Jerry West. Jerry West. Um, the guy that just died too, right? Um, but he didn't play the whole well, season. Well, he didn't play that season. Yeah. Um, he retired, and I believe it was because of an injury. But um, so uh, why them? Why why them above? They won thirty three games in a row that year. Thirty three games in a row, and they won the championship. Will average, of course, fifteen points and nineteen rebounds. Um, 
and Jerry West, you know, kicked major ass. Um, averaged like 25 points and 10 assists or something crazy like that, you know. Hmm, and uh, they uh, they won 33 games in a row. Um, the next team on my list is uh, is the 2012-2013 Miami Heat. Interesting, because I think the 2012-2013 Miami Heat would have destroyed the 70-71 Lakers. 71, 72. 72, 72. They would have destroyed any Lakers team in the 70s. (laughs) With Wilt and Jerry West, I will take anybody on with those two guys at that time. No, but that, but we had, we're playing the, we, we're going to play hot tub time machine right now. Like I okay. would rather have All LeBron right. James and, and Dwayne it. Wade than, than Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain. Also, well, the, also playing like, in today's rules, today's rules. Yeah. Um, that's another thing you have to take into consideration is the rules. What rules are we playing by? Today's, today's rules. Because by by softer rules, yeah, they would be Jerry West and Wilt for sure. Because Wilt wouldn't be able to be as physical, you know. Hmm. But that's I, always what just I, felt, think. I always felt like those aren't even the rules that I think matter in terms of change. I feel like, and I think this was well before, but like just three seconds in the key. That, like I think that's the, a big one. Will would still be a great shot blocker now, I think. Remember, he was a high jumper. He was an Olympic high jumper. Wilt was. Dang, I wish we had a time machine because it would be so awesome to see LeBron dunk on Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, but if you watch some of the old footage of Will, is like he's doing unbelievable stuff, you know. Um, like how high he can jump and stuff is incredible, you know. So LeBron James weighs 250 pounds. Wilt Chamberlain weighed 275. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He weighed 275, you know, and he was he was muscle. It was muscle, baby, you know. He's also 7'2 and LeBron's 6'9. So uh five pounds per inch difference there. I think LeBron would destroy him. <laughs> well, unless Wilt was able to um well, Will could beat him on the boards at least, you know. Um, Fair. And and Will would have to play off of him, play him for the drive, you know. Um, but I think Wilt in his prime, I believe, could play in today's uh, league in his prime and, and be great. That's I wanna- how I think of him. I want to explore the 12, 13 heat because I, I I think, I don't think I'm going to do as we like, we go on, like they're definitely in my top five. I don't know how I would rank order a lot of these, Mm -hmm. but they're definitely in my top five. Yeah. They, I think they have to be, how the heck does a team that won 27 games in a row and the championship not make somebody's top five champions list? You know, I think that's crazy. So how much, how much do you put into like playoff performance compared to like the season performance as well? Well, that I think uh, I learned this from Kobe Bryant, but the the habits that a team has during the regular season, they're going to fall back to those habits in the playoffs. 
So, like, if you have a good regular season record, it helps you for the playoffs, you know. Um, but it's not everything because there are teams that make it very far and they, they only won, like, 50 games, you know. Because so, I also have, like, uh, the reason I say that, another team that's in my top 10, and this is when Alex is going to be a homer, is for a similar reason as... Top 10? I thought we were doing top five. Oh, top five. My Correct. You're correct. Um, is the... I think it's the 2000-2001 Lakers. Uh, yeah, 2000-2001 Lakers. They almost went undefeated in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's a really big thing for me. Like, if you are dominating who's in front of you, and, like, not just that, built a decent Trailblazers team, built the uh, – built, beat the Kings, beat the Spurs. Yeah. Beat the Sixers, uh, 4-1. Really good, really good, uh, really good competition there. And, you know, even that Sixers team, like, um, that's really good competition they had. But the only game they lost in the playoffs that year was uh, to the step Sixers. over game. Yeah, it was to the Sixers. And it was because Allen Iverson decided to, to show off for a game, you know. But like, so. that's why I asked you the question of like, where you put, where you rank like playoff performances. Like, so what we saw was just Shaq going to town for what was it, 15 games? So they probably ended up playing. Yeah. That was the case, and that was the case for like a four or five year period, Man. you know, where it was just Shaq was an unstoppable force, you know. Man, maybe we should have done like dynasties. It's almost easier to do like a the the. Oh, we great... could have done dynasties Man, because like this Lakers, the the Lakers like three peak more freedom Gosh. with teams though. But uh, one uh, another one that I have like to show my lack of homerness is going to be, I believe it's the 85, 86 Celtics. And I've just been recently watching some of their full games. They're one of the best passing teams ever, dude. And they were, they were just, they're great. I don't know what else to say. You when, you have Bird, Bill McHale, Walton, when you have Bill Walton, you're six man <laughs> as your six man, you know, even, even after his injuries and stuff, Bill Walton was a really good passing big, you know, and um, because he's one of the best passing big men of all time. And then you have Larry Bird, one of the smartest basketball players that ever played the game, one of the best passers ever, one of the best rebounders ever. Bill Walton would have games where he'd have a lot of rebounds. McHale did his thing. Uh, you couldn't stop him from scoring in the post, you know, and then he could rebound, he could play defense. So, um they had a hell of a team, Danny Ainge, you know, um, they, they had a lot of talent. It was a really, that was a, a great team. And I just wanted to, to mention them. Um, yeah. Well, who, who else you got? Um, I'm coming. I'm already like close to, and like, there's only a couple, I think there's just two more teams that I have. I, I, I have to say the 2013-14 Spurs. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Just because, I mean, they won the championship, but they... I don't had, even know if that's the best Spurs team ever. 
they had some of the best chemistry I've ever seen on any basketball team, offensively and defensively. I was like, it's like they're a perfect team, you know? And surprise, surprise, it's a Popovich team. But I I really surprise, put them up there. Puppy surprise. What? No, I'm just saying surprise, surprise, puppy surprise. Where is it going with this? Um, no, but thoughts? I mean, I, I've i got uh, the 2013-14 Spurs as one of the best teams of all time. They had Boris Diaw. Um, they had Kawhi Leonard, Tim Duncan, you know, Tony Parker. So um, they had a really good team and they just played really well like a team. Um, and Boris Diaw again was one of my favorite players. Uh, in the league at that time, and he was on that team. Um, he just, he played pretty basketball, you know. Uh, Boris Diaw played the game the way it should be played on both ends of the floor. Um, I'm, yeah. Not to like, not to like bring up anybody, but I don't, like, I honestly don't think that's the best first team ever. So oh, I don't even know well, if I can well that. that's that's arguable though, you know. Well, no, everything's ar- arguable. Well, that's not, why I'm arguing not, it. Not, not everything's arguable though. Like, what well, name uh, me a single? I you is is killing another person okay? No. Uh, what if they're attacking you and your family? That's true. <laughs> so there, see there see you can argue in, you can argue anything my friend you can argue you can argue a lot of stuff but uh, right but you know like i feel like that but team like that beat the pistons the spurs that, with david robinson robert Ory, like what i'm Steve saying Kerr. Is you can't sorry yeah go ahead what i'm saying is you can't argue that like michael jordan is a better player than paul pierce you know <laughs> paul pierce would try to <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would i i you're right you know i would not truth. argue it but somebody i'm sure out there would yeah. his name's paul pierce well there's always going to be somebody trying to argue it doesn't mean it's arguable really you know also like as i've been like i guess i should say debatable i would say our conversations um have like just forced me to like do a lot more research read a lot more watch a lot more tape that's available yeah, I've been doing this for over 20 years, so, you been, know. Been podcasting about the NBA? <laughs> no, I mean, doing, like, uh, I've been an NBA head for, you know, 23, 24 years now, so. I am not so sure that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is not the, I, I think we've already talked about this, and I know it's getting off subject, but I'm not sure he's not the greatest player of all. Like, I don't think you can have a greatest player of all time anymore. Like, yeah, I was I, comparing his and Jordan stats to one another. And like, Kareem kills him. <laughs> I, I, I will just admit that if you ask me, Kareem, if I have to pick a best player, you know, I would pick Kareem. 
But I understand that other people would pick Jordan or LeBron or whoever, you know. Because even like the LeBron, like that, I think it's the LeBron versus Jordan debate that has like made me think like more about it. And was like, what? We're having the wrong conversation. Why like, not include big guys? You know, man, he's really. Uh, maybe it's because there's some sort of it's more, it's more difficult to to play as a smaller player. But this might be the perfect time. Stop talking about big men. Stephen, I hear you said that you wanted to read your poem, an ode to. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, let me go to it real quick. Um, I got to get on Facebook real quick. Okay. Um, so I should have had this up already, I guess, but. Let me go to it real quick. Um, and then um, I got to find it and everything. I'm kind of surprised you don't just have it up. I mean, this is like huge, man. No, I, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, here it is. Here it is. Um, it's called Ode to Tall People. Obviously, I like, you know, height and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, my favorite thing in the world is basketball anyway. So, um, this is called Ode to Tall People, and this is how this goes. I really love basketball, and I'm only five foot six, but I wish I was tall. Being tall would be heavenly, especially if I was seven foot three. I would be like Paul Bunyan, only I'd be real. I'd break backboards like Shaquille O'Neal. I would eat a giant meal. I would feel how giants feel. Fee, five fo, fum. I would yell, here I come. Being tall would be so much fun. I'd tower over everyone. Short people would want to fight me. A lot of them wouldn't like me, and the only reason they'd want to fight would be out of jealousy of my height. But I'd be gentle and polite. I'd date tall women with long, long legs. I would drink entire kegs and not get drunk. I'd be tall enough to dunk. I'd take the NBA by storm because I'd be taller than the norm. My growth spurt would hurt as usual, but I think tall is beautiful. So that's the poem. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. Um, who who are some of the other? Do you have any other teams that are um, big man based that were the best ever? That that were big man based. Yeah, or just whatever too. I don't want you to feel too much pressure. Um. Well, all of the Tim Duncan teams. If we're talking about big man based, all of the Tim Duncan Spurs teams. Um, you know, just about every Wilt, uh, led team, you know, um, it's so and, wild to me. Cause he like, didn't win. I mean, maybe it's cause he, he was going did, up against Bill Russell. Win. He just, he did win. He just didn't win as much as he should have, I think, you know? Yeah. So, um, but, but I think you know, all the Wilt-led teams, um, the 
the Bill Russell teams, um, you know, um, we've talked about before, Bill Russell was kind of the ultimate team player. Um, obviously, didn't get to watch him play, but, you know, just based on what I know about him, from what I know about the history of the game and stuff, uh, Bill Russell's uh, Celtics teams are up there for me. Um, Nash's son's teams, you know, they were great. Um, obviously, Chris Weber's Sacramento Kings team from 0102 is my favorite basketball team ever, so I have to put them as one of the greatest. You know, man. Hmm. I just don't have. It's kind of weird because, like, I don't have a magic team on there, which is probably maybe like the 86, 87. No, 87. The 86, 87 uh, uh, Showtime Lakers. That's w- worthy. Worthy magic. Kareem. Kareem. Um, Rambus. Rambus. Doing Rambus type things. Rambus, I believe Byron Scott was still on the team. So, oh snap, really? Was he? I don't know. I, be- I, I believe think he you. Still was Byron Scott. No, he was not. He wasn't on it on the team yet because I thought he started on their team later. Oh yeah, he's on. He's on it. He's on it. He's on it. You're three. Yeah, I was like, Ooh, and Michael Cooper. It. Oh, freaking Coop, baby. Coop is one of the best defensive players ever. You know? Clay's dad. Clay's dad. You know, I've heard some funny stories about Michael Thompson. You know, it's I've heard some funny stuff because I've read books by Kareem and stuff like that and read books by Magic and they tell stories. And like Kareem makes Michael Thompson look like such a fool, you know. He's like, uh, talks about how Michael Thompson's always making up stories and saying that, you know, he he could have been a professional boxer. He could have done this and that. And, you know, uh, he kind of got on people's nerves because of that. And uh, one time, because he kept saying he could have been a pro boxer, right? Um, this is Kareem telling this story, but Apparently, he and Byron Scott, uh, Byron Scott and Michael Thompson actually put the gloves on and had a boxing match. And by, by long story short, Byron Scott won. And Kareem said all he saw was Michael Thompson with a fat lip, you know. Good. Anyway. I hope he learned his lesson. But um, I thought it was so funny how he portrays him, you know, when I was reading his, one of the, his, his books. And uh, he just, he just like slams him kind of, you know, as like he's a liar and all this stuff. It's crazy. Oh, and then I think those are all the teams that I want to make sure get get mentioned. I don't think there's, so I mentioned the Lakers when they swept. I mentioned my best team of all time, 16, 17 Warriors. And of course you have to throw all the Jordan teams in there, you know? Yeah. It's like weird. Cause it is kind of insane. Like I know that Steve Kerr hit a game winning shot. I know that freaking uh, Paxson hit a game winning shot, like whatever, yada, yada. Remember he won all these in game sixes that didn't have to go to game seven. So that 
means something. Yeah. I just feel like that, like, don't get me wrong. Michael Jordan's great. He's a, I, I, just looking at the nineties and hopefully I'm not like that old man in the future. I'm just like the best basketball ever played was the, uh, or the t- 2010s. Mm-hmm. But like it basketball is so much better now. Everyone's so much better. Like, oh, no, oh, you know, who's the, not the smoking a pack better. a day. <laughs> the, the players are getting better, not worse. That's all and, I'm going to say. And I feel like the nineties were like one of the worst, like starting essentially when Jordan comes back for his second trip around um, yeah, 96 or 98, it was, it was not a, it, that was not a very talent. Like the ni- 96 to like 2006 is like kind of a not great time for them well, talent wise. I mean, what I mean is like talent per capita. So like, yeah, you still had great players, Kevin Garth, yeah, when you're Duncan, Kobe about- Bryant, but like, think about like right now, like people who are like, Oh, they're definitely making the hall of fame. Chris Paul, LeBron James. I mean, you had Tracy McGrady. Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic. Like, there's so many people who are, like, phenomenal. And, like, I just don't think you had as many during that time. Like, yeah, but you had Jason Richardson. Players, but you had plenty of players in the early 2000s that could definitely play in today's league, you know? So the league has gotten better over time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't want to say that nobody from the 90s could play in today's. That's, that's far from what I'm trying to say. It's just, like, the... What's that word? I, I I know it's per capita. The uh, I'll think of it and then I'll write it in the description of this. Like, there's just it's way more the, talent it's, right now. It's in, yeah, it's, yeah. I'd say that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, anyone else that you want to mention? Um, I kind of don't want to go back over teams we've already talked about. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I personally think that um, 07-08 Celtics teams team is one of the best teams ever. They made two finals. They're one of the best defensive teams that ever played the game, you know. Um, and they had a very balanced attack you know uh rondo pretty much ran the offense um and you know ray allen would knock down jumpers uh from three all day long you know and was clutch as hell and uh uh kevin garnett was one of the best defensive players and post up scorers in the league you know um, and they put a whooping on that Laker team that, that year. one game, that one game. Well, but they put the, the rest smack- were pretty close, but that game, they got their butts kicked. Yeah. They put the smack down on them in that closeout game. And, uh, I remember seeing a clip of Kevin Garnett during that game and something he said, and this is Kevin Garnett for you folks. But he, he says, we got these mother bleed by the balls. Let's hold on tight and don't let go. That sounds like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something he'd say. Yeah, that sounds just like something he would say, you know. And um, But I, mm. I was like, 
I laughed because it was like such a Kevin Garnett moment, you know. Kudos to them for assembling that team because the year before the hey Ubuntu the Celtics the sucked the year before that. Like, so they go from 24 and 58 to winning the championship the next season. Good job, Danny Ainge. Well done. Yeah. Um, Danny Ainge has a way of getting really lopsided deals done, lopsided in his favor, you know, done. And, and, um, it's just some of the things he's been able to do, you know, with picks, I think it's been pretty, pretty crazy. Dude, I honestly don't get how they did that. Like, how'd you get Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so you got to give a, you know what? I'm going to give a quick shout out to, um, to the Lakers. They only had one bad season during the Kobe time. And that was th- like bad season. That was 34 and 48 with when Rudy Tomjanovich and uh, Frank Hamblin were that's, coaching. That's true. That's but like, true. And Kobe had a good individual year, but the team didn't do Cause well. I know that people like complain about the Paul Gasol trade for Kwame Brown, but like they were still decent, like 05, 06, 45 and 37. Not too shabby. Yeah. 06, 07, 42 and 40. Not too shabby. And then they yeah. get Gasol and then they just, they win the championship. Uh, I well, almost feel like Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce just, didn't deserve a championship. Like It's because Kobe deserved, um, I mean, Kobe, Kobe needed a little bit of help, you know. he They were a winning team because of him, basically, but he needed help before they got a championship, you know. I think the Paul Pierce winning an NBA championship is one of the most egregious things that I've had. <laughs> Just because of how inflated his ego is now. And what like 100%? Like I'm looking at this, like their team's the, the Celtics sucked. And then they got uh, a still kind of in his prime, Kevin Durant, or, or sorry, Kevin Garnett. And obviously not in his prime, but still really good. Ray Allen, I'm like, he's, he's hitting game winning shots in a 13. So obviously he has hey, seven hey, more years Paul to go. Pierce, Paul Pierce was a great player. Um, I just want to say he was a great player. He's just not as good as he thinks. No. And not deserving of like, not deserving of like championship aspiration type things. Like Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge is the MVP of that, of that, uh, the, the one thing I always say about Paul Pierce that I really like, though, is it shows how tough he is that he got stabbed like seven times at some club and uh, and he he lived through it and he came back to play basketball the same season. So good, good for him. You know, he's there. There are things about him and what he did that are impressive, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. I just don't think he's a champion. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I think I he's think a really I, great player who'd kick I many, many other a, players, butts. but I don't I think, think he's he got a big head because he won that championship, you know, 100, like he, man, a hundred percent. He did like, that is so much. That's Kevin like the Garnett. difference between, between to me, that's the difference between a player like Paul Pierce and a player like uh, Dirk Nowitzki, you know? Mm, yeah, because Dirk is way better than Paul Pierce. Yeah, Dirk's way better. And 
And it's like they both won one championship, but you can't even put Paul Pierce in the same uh, category as as Dirk. You know, Dirk is in on a whole other level. Well, Stephen, any other last moment uh, thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, let's see. Uh, just uh. You know, this conversation could go on forever, but those are some of the best, you know, uh, teams ever, I think. Awesome. Well, the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Please don't take us too seriously.